0: what's good what's good what's good baby welcome to let's talk about it hosted on the mbs central page y'all already know what it is man i'm your boy true eggs the sports junkie and as y'all can see i'm repping for ul right now they're in a dog fight with coastal carolina man so i'm you know i had to rep for him but welcome to let's talk about It. of course i got the calls in the building my boy from cali i don't know where he's at right now But, um, y'all know what it is, man. My dog, Keo, man. Right now, I guess he's trying to make some type of special interest. Entrance because, oh, an embarrassing weekend by myself. (laughs) What up, Keo?
1: You see me now? I can see you. Oh, yeah, man. What's going on? MBS, let's talk about it. Um, um, man. I'm looking forward to tonight's show. Good to see you back. I know you had to deal with the hur- Hurricane Delta, but um man, I'm 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 back, man. I'm a, I, well I've been back. Um and I actually I'm back in fantasy football. That's All what I'm right. talking yeah. about.
0: <laughs> Woo! Hey, hey, I saw, I saw um after you beat me this weekend, so for everybody out there wondering what 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 the hell we talking about? Q and I played in the NBS league this week, and he got the dub. And after beating me, after you know a terrible start by you and I, you're in the playoffs right now. If the playoffs started today, you would be in.
1: <laughs> yes. Oh! Yes. <laughs> after a five year hiatus, I would be back in the playoffs. <laughs> Woo.
0: Well, congratulations, but understand, the season's not over yet, and I've already made moves. Everybody in the MBS world, holla at your boy. Everybody must go. Just,
1: Woo! just to let you know, I don't need to make moves. Oh, my God. You, you, you,
0: you got lucky this week, but it's all good. Let's get to these topics, man.
1: All right, man. So, you know, uh, it's good to be back on. You back on also. um, You know, I'm glad, you know, uh, especially what you guys had to deal with Hurricane Delta. Good to see you back on. Um, Shout out to Ray for being able to fill in last week. So uh, shout out to Ray for that. But uh, MBS, let's talk about it, man. We are going to talk NFL, some battle rap, college football. So we got a lot in store for you for tonight so we're gonna kick things off with the nba man los angeles lakers crowned the 2020 nba champions man so with the lakers being the m the new the newly crowned nba champions what was the biggest take you took away from this nba finals this year
0: no um. The biggest takeaway that I took away from this NBA Finals is the Lakers are the best team. We can sit here and try to debate it. Look, I'm not a Laker fan. Obviously, I thought the Clippers were going to win the championship this season. But if the Lakers are the best team and LeBron James, despite being 35, man, is the best player in the world. And look, that takes a lot for me to say because I kept saying that, you know, um, Kawhi is here. um, Kevin Durant is here. These guys are here. Giannis is coming. And LeBron said, you know what? Watch this. AD said, you know what? Watch this. And right now, the Los Angeles Lakers proved, without a shadow of a doubt, that they're the best team in the NBA. And I am not a Laker fan. If you know me a little bit, And we've talked NBA. Y'all know I don't root for the Lakers at all. Um, I grew up with family members that love the Lakers. And you know how that goes. When some of your family members love a team, you kind of like the cast out that you don't really like the same teams that they like. So I have a lot of family members that do like the Lakers. I am not a Lakers fan, not a Celtics fan, either for anybody that's maybe thinking that out there. Not at all. I'm a Pelican fan. But, um, yeah, man, the Lakers are the best team by far, bar none. Congratulations to LeBron James. Congratulations to AD. Congratulations to that whole Lakers organization, their fan base. They proved it. At the end of the day, we can sit here and debate on this and that. The facts are the Clippers gave up a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. They lost the series, and the Lakers comes right, come right behind them and basically give the Nuggets a gentleman's sweep. So, they dominated in this postseason. Of course, Jimmy Butler, got to give him a lot of credit, got to give the Heat a lot of credit for fighting in the NBA Finals. But when it was all said and done, the better team won, the best team won, and the best team this year, um, unfortunately, in my mind, was the Los Angeles Lakers. Congratulations.
1: Uh, The biggest takeaway from this series, even though – even though um, you know, um Jimmy Butler showed me a lot um in the series, man. Uh, I I feel bad now. I feel really bad and I regret what I did. Earlier this year, um the MBS brand, we did our top 15 players. We all voted, and I, I I'll be the first to admit I didn't vote Jimmy v- Butler as a top 15 player. I know, um, I know, including True, and uh, even our good friend uh, Jasper was defending that why we didn't have Jimmy Butler in there. Um, and I just didn't see it this year. I saw it, man. Um, not just in the NBA finals, but uh, throughout the playoffs, how he carried this team and um, how he, the willingness and the hunger this guy displayed. On the court and the performances he put on, I think it was um, I think it was game, I think it was game five. Uh, he went toe to toe with LeBron. Man, it was just back to back buckets. Like uh, it was the war. It reminded me like it was when it was uh, LeBron going against Paul Pierce when uh, in the in the NBA playoffs when LeBron was in the Eastern Conference and um I, 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 it showed a lot um and i got to give props to jimmy butler when it, when it came to his performance but as far as the biggest takeaway from it man it was anthony davis and it was lebron james that was my biggest takeaway from it they didn't have an answer for it um <clears throat> a lot of people thought it was a, i thought a lot of people it was a great matchup i just thought that lebron and ad caused a lot of matchup problems when i said if miami would have went to the nba Finals, i thought this caused a lot of matchup problems and uh, it obviously did and it kind of summed up it kind of you know it kind of was predictable how the series would end especially in six that the, the lakers would uh win the series and um earlier this year we put up we put up uh, a a poll or a post that how, who would win the nba finals and majority of people had the ls la lakers there was a few that had the heat but it was too much ad and it was too much lebron at the end of the day absolutely absolutely can't say anything different um and even their
0: role players kcp played well rondo played very well in the finals So Shots and Lakers, man, they're the champs. Can't argue that. They're the best team this season.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to stick to the NBA right now. And that leads us to our next topic. So we're not most shows that's going to talk about, you know, is is LeBron the GOAT after winning his fourth title? No, we're not going to do that, man. The the NBS, let's talk about it. We don't do that. Obviously, we know LeBron is not the GOAT after winning the title. But what we what we are gonna talk about after winning this title? Where do you rank LeBron now all time? And
0: let me say this: for anybody that has LeBron James ranked number one of all time, I'll be the first to say I don't have no issue with it no more. And I know that might shock Keo, might shock a lot of our our viewers. I have no issue if you think LeBron James is the GOAT. What he has done has been nothing short of incredible, incredible. He has won a championship in three different cities. That's different players, different coaches, different uh, front office. He done it. And he's been MVP in four out of four finals that he's won. So, I have no issue. He's been to, what, 10? Are you kidding me? In a whole career. Now, I get it for the people that love Michael Jordan because I actually will tell you, the the best person I've ever seen play is Michael Jordan. But that is my opinion. That is my opinion, and I understand that. Now, as far as where LeBron James ranks on my personal list, LeBron James currently ranks as the second best player ever behind Michael Jordan. That's how I see it. It's no disrespect to anybody else. That's my personal list. If anybody else out there feels, you know, that's too high. I'm sorry, but that's just the way I see it. Yeah, I'm just going to give you all my top five. And I, and I got to tell people all the time, I don't knock what Wilt did. I don't knock what Bill Russell did, obviously, obviously you can put them in your top five. I have no arguments with that. But for me, I like to focus in on something a little closer to my age group, something that I've seen personally. And for me, my top five, if you want to go since I've been born and then a little bit of maybe a tape that I've been watching, I've watched. Number one is Mike. Number two is LeBron. Number three is Kobe. Number four is Shaq. And number five is Duncan. Now, if you want to take that out of consideration, just who I saw personally play their entire careers, I'm talking about entire careers. I saw all of those guys play their entire careers. Now, if you take that out, I would actually replace Shaq and Duncan with Magic and Kareem because I saw a lot of their career as well, but I didn't see their entire career. So um, I have no issue with Kareem, Magic, Kobe, uh, LeBron, and Jordan being the top five. That's the top five players I've ever seen play, period. And then, like I said, Shaq and Duncan would definitely be in there. Larry Bird would be in there. But that's my top five kill. But LeBron does rank number two to me. I think what he's done has been nothing short of amazing. Like I said, I didn't see everything Kareem did, and I know I have an uncle that believes Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the greatest basketball player ever, and he'll debate with anybody over that. So I have no issue with that either. But I'm going Lebron number two. What you think, Gio?
1: Um, I I disagree with that. Um, I don't I don't have Lebron at number two. I don't think he's at number two yet. But number one, I'm going with Jordan. And number two, I'm going with Kobe. Um, I feel like, um, I feel like LeBron um, still hasn't done enough yet. Um, I, and I don't, I still don't understand why people got the nerve and audacity to, to, to just jump him over Kobe, jump him over Kobe. And then you want to compare him to Re- LeBron. That's ridiculous, man. I, um, if anybody should be compared to, to Jordan, it is Kobe. Man, are you serious? I, I mean, even 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 the even the the Aaronis himself even admitted that, man. And I just I just don't think LeBron is even over Kobe yet. So there there is no way that people could even make that argument. I don't see that argument at all. I don't even pay attention to that argument when they say LeBron and Jordan, man. I if you want to talk about a real basketball GOAT argument, it's LeBron and Kobe. There's no uh um I mean it's not I mean it's Le- <laughs> it's Kobe and Jordan. It's not LeBron and Jordan. I just feel like uh, LeBron feel has more left to fulfill. His obviously his career is not over, and um, I just feel like he's at a solid number three for me, man. And I so you have that three
0: though,
1: yeah, he's a he's at number three. I got one Jordan, two Kobe, and then I got three LeBron.
0: Okay, hey, look, I'm not mad at that. Like I said, this is all opinionated based. I get it. Hey, if you like Kobe, you like Jordan over LeBron. It's your opinion, but we're not going to sit up here and act like he's not in the discussion. That's what we're not going to do. The dude's been to 10 NBA Finals. And yes, you can say, oh, well, he lost six. Who cares? He's been to 10. Do you know how crazy that is in a, 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 a career to go to 10 NBA Finals? That's basically like saying this dude's been to the Finals a whole decade are you kidding me that is nothing short of phenomenal I have no issue with anybody out there that says LeBron James is the goat I know um, Shannon Sharp is like the number one LeBron fan I used to be uh, but I think he is Uh, but for me I still put Mike slightly above him I have no issue if you say Kobe's right above him but three different teams He's won a finals on with three different coaches. This dude is phenomenal, man. We have to start having the conversation. I understand that everybody loves Michael Jeffrey Jordan. I get it, but LeBron is on his way. What would it take for LeBron to be over, Mike? Let me ask you that.
1: Um man he's going to have to win he's going to have to win two more titles i think i think i think actually one more title actually could do it for me man because i think with this season and this has nothing to do with the nba bubble or the pandemic at all if he i felt like he uh, and obviously it's not it's not he doesn't control what happens in the nba of That's right. what what opponents faces him but if I if you gotta take in under consideration, man, you gotta take under consideration. I wanna see him beat the best of 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 the best in his era. I wanna see him beat the Splash Brothers when Clay and Steph is fully healthy. Because he's beaten them already.
0: Um, but go continue.
1: <laughs> no, actually, 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 he actually no, not exactly. He did. In Cleveland,
0: he came back from 3-1 and beat them.
1: And, they be- and he beat them the following year.
0: I get that, but KD was added. I'm just saying and he did
1: I, Well, I mean, with, uh, without a Draymond Green and the help of uh, Kyrie Irving, who should have been Finals MVP.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> see, see, that's always something. Just give the man his flowers while he's alive.
1: I I am, but I am, I am giving him props. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving you my reasons why, what, what will it take? That's the question you asked me, what will it take? (laughs) Okay. Like I said, man, you got to take under consideration. Now that he's in the Western conference now, before it was, it was really, it was so easy because he was in the East. Now that he's in the West, you, I feel like if you, if he could take down, a, a fully healthy stay in Clef. And obviously people, I like them coming next year. They feel like they're a huge threat next year. You also got to take under consideration that they did not play the Los Angeles Clippers. A lot of people feel like if they would have played the Los Angeles Clippers, the Clippers would have took this team out of the series. And then you also got to take consideration of, we haven't seen the the actual Brooklyn Nets, the way they assembled that team. I'm talking about KD and Kyrie on the same court. A lot of people have KD as one the, as a top three player in the NBA. And if if he could if 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 all of those things happen next year and he stays on top and wins the NBA title once again, I I might I might give it consideration. To put him over Kobe, but not wow. over Michael Jordan. <laughs>
0: so, so, <laughs> so
1: let me get this straight.
0: So next year, if he beat, let's just throw out a resume. I'm just going to throw out something just fast and simple. So let's say next year in the first round, he beats, it has to be a team that won't be that good. Let's just say like Zion and the Pelicans. Let's say they get to the playoffs next year, right? They sweep the Pelicans in the first round. In the second round, they draw the Golden State Warriors. He beats Golden State. Him and the Lakers beat Golden State. The Lakers then turn around and beat the Clippers in the, in the Western Conference Finals. And then turn around and beat the Brooklyn Nets in the NBA Finals. You would say he's just over Kobe, but he has no sh- no shot of being over MJ at that point.
1: Yeah. Wow. Come on, man. I'm not going to wow. let any, I'm not going to let I'm 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 keeping the Mamba's name alive, man. I'm not going to let anybody disrespect <laughs> the late great Kobe Bryant after uh, after what he's accomplished and the what he's invested into for 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 this uh for for the sport of basketball, man. I, and I just, I just can't let anybody do that. And you know, I'll fight till the wheels fall off if <laughs> when it comes to Kobe, man. And I, I just can't let nobody disrespect Kobe like that. No, what? I mean, so how,
0: okay. So hold up, hold up. I, I know we gotta go on to our next topic. We do have a special guest for everybody that's uh, tuned in right now. We will have a special guest in a few minutes for our next segment, but. Um how is that disrespectful to say that LeBron is better than Kobe in somebody's opinion?
1: LeBron is a How but player. how about how is it possible that you you just you just can not poke somebody great like Kobe Bryant and all of, a, all, of a, all of a sudden you want to start comparing him to Michael Jordan? Really? How does that make dude. any type of sense at all? Cuz the
0: dude got the uh, man the resume he got a, 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 an incredible And Kobe resume. doesn't
1: have a better resume than him? Huh? And Kobe doesn't have a better resume how? than him? How? how yeah, resume, how? He how? has one more ring.
0: I get that. I get that. Who has more uh, regular season
1: MVPs? am uh, uh, LeBron? Who's been to more finals? LeBron? Who has more Finals MVP? Who's been with the same team?
0: I get, I get that. I'm not knocking. You, all can't, I'm you can't, is you can't, you can It's an can't. argument, and it's not disrespectful. So I okay, to feel like LeBron is better than Kobe.
1: Okay, That's I, all I'm I, and now, now I kind of understand where why you, where your criteria is that when you, so you're basing everything off of individual <laughs> accolades and individual stats. <laughs> There's more to it than that, man. Okay,
0: okay, but I'm, what I'm saying to you is. At the end of the day, I love Kobe. So anybody out there, no, you knows don't. that. No, you don't. Oh, wow. So you, no, you know
1: don't. That. You're disrespecting him right <laughs> now, man. You're being sensitive. You're being sensitive right now. But I do love Kobe.
0: But here's the thing. All I'm saying is, either, and it's an argument. An argument can be made. At the end of the day, we can sit here and we can argue about this and that. What we cannot argue about is... When Kobe won his first three rings, not saying he wasn't a major contributor to those three rings, because he was, and Shaq needed him. But what we do know is Shaq was the best player on that team. That's a fact. You can sit there and try to run around from that argument. That was the fact. What we know about LeBron James, on the other hand, every ring he's won, he was the best player on that team and even the ones that he's lost he was the best player on that team he was the catalyst he was the guy on those teams no shot at kobe because i think kobe's top five of all time the, when i say from beginning to end careers that i've watched personally but we cannot sit up here and act like lebron james is not in the discussion that's just disrespectful. He's
1: not, he he uh, is he is in the discussion but I'm not going to can the him over Kobe and start okay. talking about stock and start talking about uh Jordan and LeBron James i never seen anybody, anybody made a, make a, a, a conversation when it came to who's better between LeBron and Kobe. I want to hear that conversation. I don't want to <laughs> hear. I don't want to hear.
0: People think that LeBron is better than Kobe. Most How? People. How? Say, Californian people. I get it. You're from Cali. I get it. I, it's no disrespect. But most, I think, I think most people outside of California would say, if we read a poll that LeBron James would be ranked above Kobe Bryant,
1: that's my when you opinion. Go, when you go from team to team and you align yourself with with stars uh through those different locations, dude, man, I can't I can't do that, man. I I just oh, can't. Hey that and
0: respect that yeah, look, I can't argue with this for that that's your criteria. Like I, like I said, everybody has their own opinion. At the end of the day, I don't knock somebody that says, you know what, I would take Kobe over LeBron. Okay, that's an argument. I don't knock nobody that said they would take Michael Jordan over Kobe Bryant and LeBron James. That's your opinion. If somebody says they would take LeBron James over both of those guys, that's their opinion. I can't knock that. And LeBron has proven that his, re- his resume has proven he's in that discussion. Uh, that's think, all I'm saying.
1: And I think from the horse's mouth himself, when a, a Michael Jordan, he he his his, his word speaks for hell, man. He, he knows who he would take. He knows who he would take between LeBron and Kobe. Hey, I hey, got look, LeBron hey, at look. three. Hey, look. I mean, hey,
0: look, you know I love Mike. I know you're going to be like, oh, no, you don't. I just said Mike's the greatest. And I bought a lot of his shoes. Don't tell me who Michael Jordan would take. That's an irrelevant conversation. Do you see what's going on out there in Charlotte? Don't bring up who Michael Jordan would take. I don't give a damn who Michael Jordan would take because for whatever reason who he's been taking in the draft has not panned out, buddy. so I don't want to hear nothing
1: about who he would take. Well his his opinion mattered when it comes to this goat conversation <laughs> and and I and if LeBron wins, I'll put him over Kobe. but as of right now, he is not going over Kobe. Okay, and you're the hey, and like you're, you're the one you're the one that drifted away from this topic. You <laughs> asked me a simple question and you started getting all defensive <laughs> about it.
0: Okay, let's move on. Let's move on because we can stay on this all day.
1: All right, last topic regarding the NBA. So we are gonna talk about when it comes to the Los Angeles Lakers being the NBA champions. What are the chances that this team does repeat as NBA champions next year? I'm going to say
0: 50% that they can repeat as champions. I'm going to go with 50%. And it's real simple for me, real simple math. Because right now, currently, Of course, things can change. We know that teams are going to change. They're going to bring in new talent. They're going to trade for new players. They're going to draft. We understand all that. But based on the teams that I've seen and going into next um, year and what those projections look like, I think the only team that can beat them is the Clippers. So it's a 50-50 chance on one of those teams winning the championship. If I was a betting man, I would say, you give me the Clippers and the Lakers. Give me the L.A. teams. I'll give you the field on who will win the the next NBA championship. So I'm going 50%. I just think that the Lakers or the Clippers will win the championship next year. Um, The Clippers do have things that they need to work out. But outside of that, AD and LeBron, they're not going anywhere. They're not going anywhere. Um, We know LeBron is hungry to, to be in that conversation. He's even said it himself. He's chasing the ghost. He's chasing the ghost and we know what that ghost is, or oh, he should have just said it flat out, I'm chasing the goat. That's what he should have said. He's chasing the goat. Anthony Davis wants his, in the words of LeBron, not not, not saying exactly the way he said, but he said it for himself, wants his damn respect. And I think Anthony Davis wants to get him some more rings, obviously, just like any other NBA player. And I just think that the Lakers are going to be another, a team on a mission to prove everybody wrong, because everybody keeps saying that they only won because it was in the bubble. But what people don't realize is they were the best team in the West in the regular season before we got to the bubble. So we don't we don't have to make up all these excuses. We can sit here and say, oh, Steph Curry wasn't there. Klay Thompson wasn't there. Not buying that. I believe that the Lakers or the Clippers will win the championship next season. So I'm going 50%.
1: Yeah, we know you got the Clippers. Um, <laughs> you had the you had the Clippers this year, also. Um, I had the Lakers. Just anybody I think, I think wanted gonna, to know.
0: I think I'm gonna switch for next season, though. I might be wrong, but I think I'm gonna switch yeah. for next season.
1: Um, I think I think they really they have a really good chance. Um, if if you want to talk about like um like i if you ask me who are the top 5 teams to contend for the NBA title next year the lakers would be up there the clippers would be up there uh golden state would be up there um um who else who else do i have um i think um i, I think brooklyn would be up there and uh get um, together It'd be tough and um The last team, I would say – I would say – I would actually have – I know it sounds crazy right now, but I just like uh, how things are coming to play right now. I would say the Sixers, too, depending on the way things go right now uh, for the Sixers. Because I like Doc Rivers as a coach. I think he could – uh, he can make a he can make um a a team really competitive, especially it being in the East also. Um, so I think he'll make the proper changes he needs to build himself the team to cont- the type of team to contend for an NBA title. So I, I think right now those are my top five teams right now. But as, as far as the Lakers' chances, I like their chances. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say fifty percent right now. Okay, just
0: Justin just one of the Mavericks. I do think the Mavericks are a team. If they can get one more piece, that can definitely be in play. Just looking at the landscape of the NBA right now. I won't put them up there with the Lakers quite yet. They have they have they have to add another piece. If they add another piece, then things can change. But right now, I'm going Lakers at fifty percent like Keyo. All
1: right. Let's go to um let's shift on over to our um our very next topic so uh this segment we're gonna talk about some college football right now yeah (laughs) some college football for this week um as uh we uh before as we uh bring our special guests on we're gonna talk about our winners and losers this past week from college football
0: so we got you want me to start talking and then you're gonna try to bring them on yeah all right so My loser this past weekend, and I know some people may say, well, really, they played the number one team in the country. I'm going to Miami Hurricanes, and it's very, very, very simple. You had a chance on national TV, even if you lose. We understand that that I picked Clemson to win that game. But if you compete, you just make it a close game. You have an argument that even if they're a loss, you should be up there as one of the teams that can possibly contend for a national championship. But no, 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 no. That's not what happened. You got bamboozled, railroaded, ran over. Clemson destroyed Miami. And I know that the final score didn't, you know, it, I mean, it was it was a blowout, but it was worse than that in my eyes. I had never thought for one minute of that game that the Miami Hurricanes actually competed. The Miami Hurricanes scored one, one offensive touchdown in that game. One against the Clemson Tigers. I don't want to hear about the Miami Hurricanes no more being a national contender for the championship. You scored one touchdown offensively Versus Clemson, you're not ready for that type of environment. Now, I commend you, you know, you know you're know, you building something down there, but you're not ready. To all the Miami Hurricane fans out there, you know who you are. I'm winking at you. You know who you are. Don't hype them up no more. They're not on the level of Clemson yet. Shoot, Ole Miss put up a better game against an elite team like Alabama than what you did versus Clemson. It was, it was embarrassing. You got embarrassed on national television. The Miami Hurricanes are my losers because they had a shot to put themselves back on the yeah. map to say, you know what, we're the Miami Hurricanes, and we are a team that has to be respected in this day and age. All we remember about the Miami Hurricanes is Ken Dorsey, Willis McGahee, <laughs> Vince Woolfolk, Ray Lewis, we Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, we remember those guys. Michael Irvin, these guys that we have right now, Derrick King. look, like no disrespect to you, you're you know you have a shot. You know maybe to be a decent quarterback in the NFL. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think you need to work on your accuracy for sure. But um, it it was all bad Saturday. So they're my biggest loser. Do you want to give my winner
1: right now, or do you want to give? Uh, uh, uh. Right now, we're gonna bring on our special guest. Yeah. And um, and this is a great timing, actually. He's actually the newest member from the MBS brand. We got the homie GBD.
0: Yeah. Where is that? Uh oh. Uh oh. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see if we can get him in
1: here. All right, as we wait for a as we wait for GBD, um um when wherever he's at, um I'll let you continue, your winner. Okay, so
0: obviously like I was saying, Clemson, the beat down that would happen to Miami is horrible. Just straight horrible. But but my biggest winner, my biggest winner this past week was actually a team that I, I slept on. I got to be honest with you guys and I'm going to give GBD his credit right now before he even comes on here. Um, texas AM. and i A&M. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I didn't think Texas A&M had no chance versus Florida. What I've seen from Florida, I thought Florida was going to um, go up there to College Station and manhandle Texas A&M. I know, you know, Kellen Modd is somebody we spoke about on here, me and Keo, in the past on the on Nothing But Sports show or on Let's Talk About It. I can't quite remember when we spoke about him. But Kellen Modd's a kid I like. But I never thought in my wildest dreams would actually upset Florida and they did and shout out to this guy right here coming on he actually called it I think you didn't you call it as well yeah wow I was shocked by that so I want to give them the flowers because I was wrong you have to be my biggest winner when I said something and I was wrong about it so I'm gonna go with Texas A&M and the Aggies and you guys for calling that upset correctly We're gonna unmute him, Keo. He got all his oh, Okay,
1: GBT all right. All right. <laughs> all right. Oh all right, yo. All right. Ton-
2: there we
1: go. All right, tonight's special guest, We got the newest member for of the MBS brand. Uh, we got the homie GBD. What's going on,
2: man? Trying to get this uh camera stand to work real quick. Give me a second here. There we go. <laughs> What's going on, guys? How y'all been? What's going on, man? chilling.
1: Welcome welcome to MBS. Let's talk about it. Uh, Everybody that's tuning in right now, this is uh, GBD, the newest member of the MBS brand. And um, he is uh, one of the biggest knowledges when it comes to college football that we know. And also, coming soon in a couple of weeks, you've seen our social media. Uh, we got a new MBS show called Bragging Rights, and it will be hosted by GBD. So, uh, I'm, looking, I'm
2: looking for a charm. I'm looking for
1: a charm. <laughs> so, uh, so before we continue, GBD, to, uh, can you tell the people a little bit about the show, what it's going to consist of?
2: Oh. Basically, Bragging Rights is going to talk about the winners and losers of the previous College Football Saturday, and that's why we decided to call it Bragging Rights because we're going to reveal who has the bragging rights of the week. We'll talk about the top 25, uh, we'll break down the conferences, and we'll look ahead to the games that will be coming up the next week. And the, the, the awesome thing about it is the timing of the show Will happen as such right after the Big Ten gets started. So we'll have we'll have more teams to talk about, and then uh, Pac-12, you know, whatever. But the Big Ten, that's a big deal. I know, I know, uh, y'all on the West Coast, Pac-12, I know, but <laughs> man, all right. All right, so
1: GBD, uh, so our first topic on tonight. So so for those of you who know that GBD is going to be joining us with, uh, the, for all the college football topics for tonight. So um, he's going to uh, bless us his knowledge for uh, these segments. So our first topic that we had uh, for tonight, you, you mentioned winners and losers. So that's actually our first topic. Who you had for your winners and losers this past week in college football?
2: Well, the big, the big one, and I know it's gonna, <laughs> I know it's gonna rub a special someone the wrong way, and that's gonna be LSU. Oh, LSU. Wow! They couldn't get into oh, the zone no. four downs at the one yard line. You can't do that, LSU. <laughs> you got to get it in. Run it every stinking play if you have to. One, it's one yard. You got four downs. One yard. Run it. Man. Oh, one more team. They actually won. They actually won. But a team that I would add to the list is Alabama, specifically their defense. Guys, check this out. They are allowing opponents to convert on third down 54% of the time. Their defense cannot get off the field. And if their defense is not going to get off the field against Georgia, an upset will happen. And it might be a stunning upset.
0: Wow. You didn't have to do that, me. We're supposed to be
2: friends. And you come yeah. on here
0: and talk about LSU. Oh, my
2: God. I'm hurt right now. <laughs> hey, but you did last year to bask in the glory. Come on. you right. you right been, about that. I've been suffering right about for that. a long time, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Who's your winners from last week? Oh,
2: Clemson. Clemson Clemson separated themselves. from. Right now, it's Clemson and everybody else. Miami came in, and uh, I talked to some Miami fans, and um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with Coach Coop. He has a YouTube show. He's uh, all canes all the time. I talked to him, and Miami legitimately thought, coming into that game, that they had a shot to win. Now, I had Clemson, but the way that I thought the game would go would Clemson would jump out to maybe a two-touchdown lead and Miami would, you know, try to keep up with them step-by-step. That didn't even happen. Miami's receivers were exposed. Derek King, he did everything he could to keep Miami in the ballgame, and their defense played their tails off, but Clemson showed that they're a class above everybody else.
0: I agree with that wholeheartedly. One touchdown offensively. It was bad. Yeah.
2: Tennessee surprised me, too, because I thought with the, uh, thought with the rain factor, because I looked at the stats, and Tennessee was actually a better rushing team than Georgia, so I thought the rain would even that game out just a little bit. So I had Georgia by 10, but after halftime, I don't know what happened, but their defense just for some reason got gassed, and they could not score points. So uh, very disappointed in Tennessee.
0: Definitely, definitely. Kia, what you got? Winners and losers.
1: Um, my winners, my winners and losers for this week, um, I'm going to start off with my, I'm going to start off with my, um, my, I'm going to start with my loser, man. My loser that I have for this week, I'm going to go with Florida, um, Got Florida, it. um, yeah, Florida's defense man, um they um they allowed a lot of points. A lot of people was high on this defense. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Um they gave up 41 points to a Texas A&A, A&M team who barely could score against um Alabama and um this team um this team I'm starting to think this team is not even it, have have a chance to even go to the playoffs. A lot of people have this team going to the playoffs this year. I just don't see it happening after what I was able to see in this Texas A&M game. And um, I think this defense, they got to step up in their next game. Obviously, the next game is against LSU. From what I know, um, they got the COVID-19 issues with the Florida players, so I'm not sure what the status is as far as regarding to that game. Um I hope to see that game because it's a really good matchup and I, I um love to see me some Florida and LSC but I definitely have Florida as my losers in this game. Now as far as now as far as my um as far as my winners goes in this game um um man I'm going to go with I got to go with um I got to go with Oklahoma in this game. Uh I mean it, as far as my winners go, I got to go Oklahoma as my winners because it was a must win. It was a must win game for them and I and I I had them losing in this game, man. Uh, they uh, S- uh, Spenser Radler. He showed a lot of composure, a lot of poise in this game, especially in a big, high-profile game like this. He definitely mm-hmm. showed up in this game, and they um and the defense they didn't play great, but I honestly thought they made enough plays, you know, to you know to keep this team in the game. So I got to give Oklahoma as my winners for this past week in college football. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) All right, well, let me say this, man. Um, LSU's Florida game has been postponed to December 12th. I'm pretty sure, right, GBD? All right, so December 12th. So we will not get uh, LSU-Florida this this upcoming weekend. As far as what you said, Oklahoma, I picked Oklahoma to win. I mm, I don't know about that one. Florida? I, I definitely understand that. Florida was a team like Miami. A lot of people thought possibly could go to the playoffs, and I was not impressed by either team. Either team, and that gets us to our next topic. So, Keo, <clears throat> give us our next topic real quick.
1: All right. So, our next topic is um, we're going to talk about the top twenty-five rankings that came out this past week. So, obviously, I don't. I, uh, obviously, so we're going to discuss about it. So I'm not even gonna ask you guys if you guys have a problem with this week's rankings. So why do you guys have a problem with this week's <laughs> rankings?
0: Well, I'm gonna let GBD because he's the he's the you know the expert and he's our special guest. So tell me what's going on because I right now I'm looking at the score of the game and I'm very upset because they messed up my
2: argument. But go ahead. <laughs> well. The first issue I have is the Big Ten and the Pac-12. They should not be in the top 25 right now. That doesn't mean that whenever they start playing, you can't catapult them to where they're supposed to be. That's fine. But right now, they're not playing. They shouldn't be ranked in the top 25. The second issue that I have with the top 25 is they have losers above the winners, the teams that beat them with the same (laughs) record or better, which makes no sense. For instance, they dropped Florida down to 10 and bumped Texas A&M up to 11. What? That makes no sense. Texas A&M only lost is to Alabama, and, you know, Alabama's Alabama, even though their defense is not great. And then the second one that people don't see is Iowa State is over Louisiana Lafayette. Who won that first game? Uh, Yeah, it was Louisiana Lafayette by a lot and <laughs> the Lafayette, they're undefeated. So they haven't done anything to knock themselves under Iowa State. So the top 10 just – or the top 25 doesn't make sense to me sometimes. I, I don't understand how they come up with it. Like, is there a formula or – like, somebody explain this to me. I, I, I can't comprehend it sometimes. It makes no <laughs> sense. Well, oh God,
0: he's so on so my thunder because all the points he just said – that was why I was racking my brain. I'm like, first of all, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, why are they in the top 25? To reiterate what he said, I'm dumbfounded that Florida's over AM. and m But I even gave the committee credit because I said, you know what? It was on the road. It was a last-second field goal. Maybe they feel on a neutral field Florida would beat them. So I said, okay, I'm going to let that one slide. I'm going to let it slide. But then when I looked at, go down the list, I see Iowa State one notch above UL Lafayette. And I'm saying, UL Lafayette didn't just beat them. They beat them down, and they beat them in Iowa State. What are, yep. what are we doing?
2: <laughs> I,
0: don't, uh, I, I have no answers. to that. I'm just confused right now, but I am upset because my argument pretty much goes down the drain because UL Lafayette just lost to Coastal Carolina um, tw- 30 to 27 in a boring burner, but they did lose at home. So that argument's out the window Well, now. then
2: that would, that would knock them down. That's fine. Exactly. The, pre- the previous ranking didn't make sense, but, you know, I guess they could fortune tell or something. I don't know.
0: Yeah, man. But Coastal Carolina, I think is a team that we're going to have to start looking at and say to ourselves. Or should they be a top 25 team because they knocked off UL and they did beat Kansas. I get it. <laughs> uh,
2: hey, speaking of which, would y'all like to hear my top 25? Yes, go ahead. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's going to be crazy. Number one, no Pac-12, no Big Ten. And Number two, I reward the teams that are undefeated. I know strength of schedule, blah, blah, blah. And these teams will get beat, so they'll get dropped down. But here's my top 25. And, of course, um, Louisiana will drop after this. But this was before the Coastal Carolina. So here we go. Number one was Clemson. Okay. Number two was Georgia. I think they impressed me enough, especially the beatdown that they gave Tennessee. And Alabama's defense did not look good. So I jumped Georgia over Alabama. Number three, Alabama. Number four, North Carolina. North Carolina. North Carolina is starting to gain traction, and uh, Notre Dame has not looked good in their games. They should have blown out Florida State and uh, kind of let them hang around there for a while. So I jumped North Carolina over Notre Dame, uh, kept Notre Dame at number five. Cincinnati is number six. They look great. They could be the non-Power 5 team that finally makes it to the playoffs. Now, some things have got to happen, but Cincinnati has got a shot. Number seven, Oklahoma State, great defense. Number eight, a team that people are not talking about. BYU, watch out for BYU. Number nine, Marshall. I know this is going to start sounding crazy, but these teams are still undefeated. Uh, 10, Louisiana. Of course, they will drop. 11, SMU. Shane Buchel is a legitimate quarterback. Same with BYU. Um, Zach Wilson, he's on my Heisman watch list. Number 12, Liberty. And they actually have a win over Power 5. I know it's Kansas, but still, they're undefended. And then we uh, start talking about the one losses. Number 13, Iowa State. 14, NC State. Why is NC State not ranked? They have done enough to be ranked. Number 15, Coastal Carolina. And they just beat Louisiana, so that validates that. Number 16, Auburn. Auburn is not good. They are not good and they should have not beaten Arkansas State. That I agree. The they should not be ranked. But I dropped them all the way to 16. Number 17, Texas A&M. Number 18, Florida. Yes, I actually punished teams for losing. Number 19, Miami. 20, UCF. 21, Tennessee. 22, Boston College. 23, Virginia Tech. 24, Kansas State. And 25, Army. Wow. Okay, Thank you. Okay.
0: Yeah, what you think about that? I
1: know you love the Cincinnati argument. Oh, look, you just ready to talk about uh, that? <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, I, I actually, I don't have a problem with with the with uh GBD's top twenty-five. I think it's it makes more sense compared to what what the AP poll has put out. So, um, I, I, I do not have
2: a problem with that. Name recognition is is a big issue right now. Look at what they do. You know?
0: That's right. That's that's right. Kiel, do you have any issue with the top 25 out of anything that we said?
1: Um I think my only problem is that I I think my only problem that I have, I think I think uh I think Notre Dame is ranked too high, man. Um I I this is not huh. the Notre Dame I I envision. They've been struggling and then, um, they play, they don't, let's not forget they play Clemson on November 7th and, um, and they had a disappointing game against Florida state, um, scoring only 26 points in a, in, um, in a 16 point win. And, um, I just look at, e um, Ian book. Um, he's only accounted for three touchdowns, man. Um, Um, and um, they got an easy schedule against uh in their next game against Louisville next, but I expect them not to struggle. I expect them to be more dominant in this game, but I just think that Notre Dame is ranked too high. I would put North Carolina ahead of them. North Carolina has beaten teams by an average of 21 points in all their games, so um. And I like the quarterback from uh, North Carolina. Um, I Sam think Hemel. he could, po- yeah, I think he could possibly be, um, you know, maybe like a dark horse Heisman um, as the as the seasons transpires. But that's not my- so
2: fast. Not so fast. He does have some interception issues. He does
1: uh-huh. have that problem. I'm, yeah, I'm glad you
0: brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up, Because before we get GBD out of here, I want to know top five
2: Heisman list right now. Powell, I'm glad you asked that, and I even wrote it down for y'all. Uh, number, <laughs> one, number one is still Trevor Lawrence. He's the cream of the crop. He's 84 for 116, 72%, 1,140 yards, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions. Number two, the best running back in the nation, Travis Etienne out of Clemson, 56 carries, 392 yards. Check this out, seven yards a carry. That is the most important stat that people need to circle. Seven yards a carry. That means you give it to this guy twice, first down. There you go. Four touchdowns. Third on my list, and we haven't seen this guy, Justin Fields, but his numbers last year, amazing. He was 238 for 354, 67.2%. He threw for 3,273 yards, 41 touchdowns, and just three interceptions. So he could be the biggest challenger for Trevor Lawrence. And then Matt Jones, quarterback for Alabama. Even though Alabama doesn't have a good defense, they do have a good quarterback. He's he's 63 for 83, 79%. 1,101 yards, eight touchdowns, and one interception. And then my dark horse, and he is in in my top five. The quarterback for BYU, Zach Wilson, 82 for 101. That's 82.1%. Think about that. Wow. He's only missed 18% of his throws. 1,241 yards, eight touchdowns, and just one interception. That dude can sling it. He's very accurate.
0: Wow. Okay, I like it. I mean, we know what I going to win. I've said it before. Trevor Lawrence, like you said, cream of the crop. Dude is going to be the number one pick in the draft. Um, and he has one loss. That's the biggest thing. One loss on his resume. And that was to an LSU Crazy. team that was just remarkable. So uh, I have no Don't issue. Don't forget about
2: De'Aaron King. He will creep back into this list.
0: Uh, you know, with Dery King, this is my issue. One touchdown. And I know you said it was the receivers. A lot of the receivers, you know, were exposed. But one touchdown offensively versus Clemson, I think that's going to just knock him out of the whole argument as far as the Heisman race is concerned. Because, you know, we're taking into account what you do in the big stages and that wasn't a great performance
2: but what if Clemson goes on to prove that they're just going to slaughter everybody that's true <laughs> part of the process <laughs> we'll see I see what you're saying we'll see keel any, anything you want to add to that
1: um as far as the heisman goes i i mean i i i don't have a problem with the list um as far as lawrence uh uh Trevor Lawrence. I I I have him I do have him number one, but I don't have him like as a as a confident as a lock number one. Mm -hmm. I haven't I haven't seen the game where Trevor Lawrence just was like, oh man, did you just see what he just did in that game? I mean, you got, I mean, you got to he, I mean, he did have four touchdowns in that huge game and people's going to look into this game. When you see the big Heisman moments, this game, people's going to pay attention to that game because obviously Miami was ranked in the top 10 during that time. Um, he had three touchdowns on the air, one rushing. Um, and he has yet to throw an interception in this game a uh, tra uh Travis Etienne I think I-, I really like this guy man I- Travis Etienne has been really dominant uh I mean throughout from what we've seen from the season I think he's one of the most dynamic running backs in uh, the nation right now he had 149 for two touchdowns obviously you got to throw Justin Fields in there and um I I like Mac Jones man I like Mac Jones since he since you the did. last you season did. when he Took over, and I think Jones will um continue to um put up these type of numbers that you expect him to put, especially the weapons around them with Waddle, Devontae Smith, and the, the receiver that people didn't ex- that didn't know about, uh, Michi. Um, um, I think the game against Ole Miss, they he threw for over 400 yards and two touchdowns. So um, they're looking to air this ball out um, from what we've seen so far from Alabama. So um, I, I yeah. also like him also. And I think um, a guy that – and Najee Harris, I like him also. Ah. I think he could be a possible Heisman candidate also. And, um, and um, yeah, that that's the guys that I like for the Heisman so far.
2: That, that was my question. One, one thing about Trevor Lawrence I need to say. The next time y'all watch him, Trevor Lawrence doesn't just make Heisman throws. He makes Heisman decisions. So the next time you watch him, you need to watch his eyes and his head. He is able to look a safety off for two or three seconds, stay in the pocket, and then shift to the receiver he was looking the safety off, and the dude is wide open. He went from last year – Last year, he was a very good college quarterback. This year, he is a professional quarterback playing in college.
0: I agree. I agree. I was going to ask you about it. I'm glad you brought him up. Najee Harris, what do you think he has to do to get himself into that, into your top five list?
2: Najee is, uh, he's right at the cusp. His stats, he has 52 carries, 347 yards, 6.7 yards a carry. So he's right up there. With Travis Etienne, if Alabama beats Georgia on Saturday and Najee Harris has a good game, I'm telling you, he'll be right up there with Trevor and Travis. Georgia is a big game for Najee as far as Heisman hope. Definitely. I,
1: definitely. I, I, I just want to mention as far as a dark horse go, even though they did lose, I, I think uh, Kyle Trask is, is a dark horse Heisman right now. I know yeah. that they lost and they did blow it in that game, but uh, he's second in the nation with 14 touchdown passes. Um, he's played one fewer game than Sam Ellinger, who leads the nation with 16. So um, I I like what I've seen for Trask so far, and he, I think he's only had one inter- interception. uh th- Throughout the um his four uh, uh along with fourteen touchdowns, so um I think yeah. he could possibly be a solid dark horse Heisman right now.
2: I agree.
1: So what's the next topic? I know we have to do our picks real quick. We'll get our picks
0: from GVD real quick. I know he's gonna go on his, his um YouTube channel and give more picks, but let's go, Keogh.
1: All right, so let's do our picks. So let's do our picks for this week in college football. Uh this past week um it was um it was interesting for everybody in uh college football this past week. So let's go with our first game this week. And we're going to kick things off with um 3 and 1 Boston College versus 2 and 1 Virginia Tech.
0: There you go. <laughs>
2: I'm going to go with Boston College. Wow. Yeah, um, if, you watch, if you watch the Boston College-North Carolina game, Boston College, uh, they were a two-point conversion away from sending that game into overtime. Of course, North Carolina picked it off and ended of the game. And if you watch Virginia Tech against North Carolina, it's, the score seemed kind of close at the end. But if you watch the game, you know the game was never in doubt. And uh, you know, Virginia Tech got some points in some garbage time. So I think I think uh I think Boston College could win by maybe ten points, something like that. Boston College should be ranked as well.
0: How how many people Vitech had out of that game though versus Carolina? It was a lot.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure, but I think it was in the double digits. Yeah, so I, I'm I'm gonna take Vitek. I'm gonna go
0: opposite of our expert. <laughs> I think if they get a lot of those players back, I like what I saw. I, I, a lot of teams give up, and I like their fight back. I like the fact that they yeah. fought back versus North Carolina. So I'm gonna go Vitek with a mild upset over BC.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm going. I'm going to uh, Vitek also um, against Boston College. All right, let's go to our very next game. Um, this is an interesting one. Um, we got Central Florida versus Memphis. Oof.
2: <laughs> and that, that's a, where's that being played?
1: Um, the game will
2: be at Memphis. Man, that's a coin flip. Um, uh, I'm. I'll. I'll take Memphis. Um. Uh, Central Florida doesn't look as dominating as, uh, as, they usually, as they usually are year to year. They have a good win over Georgia Tech, but uh, they've also had a letdown loss. So I don't think Central – personally, I think Cincinnati is the cream of the crop. But as far as this goes, I think Memphis is, is just a little bit better than Central Florida.
0: I agree. When, when in doubt, you always take the home team. So I'm going with Memphis. I'm going with GBD on this one. I got Memphis.
1: Yeah, I'm also rolling with Memphis in this one also, man. I just like the balance attack with the running game and the pass game. I-, I got I got Memphis over Central Florida. All right, this game, GBD, let's see how biased you are when it comes to this game. We got it. We got Miami. Who you got?
2: <laughs> Miami. Miami. Miami's going to be mad. Miami's going to be uh... – you know, out to prove something. I think Miami might embarrass Pitt. I really do.
0: Yeah, I'm with GBD on this one. I think that, you know, as much as I said Miami was my loser, they were playing the cream of the crop in Clemson and they played good defensively for the first couple of quarters. Yep. Um I'm going I'm going
1: Miami. All right. So our very last matchup. Who you got? Hey, it's Hola, the don't, don't, game don't of the week. <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> it's on the bad uh, slide right now. I too. got Miami. It's on a bad
2: slide. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. I, I got I got my I got Miami, man. Miami over Pitt. Miami uh is gonna take their frustrations on pit in this game. Uh I definitely got Miami big. All right, let's go to the game of the week. We got the game of the week. Um, huge SEC matchup. Um, um, we, we were supposed to have five games, but we're going to have four games this week due to Florida and LSU being postponed. So the game of the week, man. We got number three, Georgia. And we got number two, Alabama. Who you guys
2: got? Yes, you know, Year to year, we know that uh, Nick Saban's assistants just can't seem to beat him. So common sense would say Alabama. Your gut says Alabama, but I'm going to take Georgia. And the reason I'm taking Georgia is because Alabama does not have a defense. Like I said before, their defense cannot get off the field. They're allowing opponents to convert third down. 54% 54% of the time, that's over half. You can't do that if you want to win. They do They do have an impressive offense, but the gap between Alabama's offense and Georgia's offense is not that much. Alabama does have a better offense, but the gap between Georgia's defense and Alabama's defense, astronomical. <laughs> I think Georgia could actually pull away from Alabama in this game. I really do. Wow. Hey, look, I could be wrong.
0: Obviously, I like this guy because he takes chances. Um, We know Nick Saban got COVID-19, so, you know, I thought to impress him. I know you said he has no symptoms, he feels like. So, if any time I would pick against Alabama, it would be this game. But I just can't go against Mac Jones, Najee Harris, Waddle, Smith. It's just too much. It's too much offensively. And until Georgia proves it to me that they can do it, um, I I can't go with Georgia. So I'm going with Alabama in this one, the tide roll again.
2: What about last year whenever LSU played Bama? You <laughs>
0: tell you're me? right. You're right. Hey, you're right. I just
2: don't see
0: that type of Georgia team. I think that they're good. But last year, LSU looked like an NFL team playing against everybody else. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not quite there with Georgia yet.
2: I
1: got you. Okay. um, In this game. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Go ahead, Q. I'm sorry. I had to put that in there. Okay. In this game, um,
1: in this game, um, I'm definitely taking Alabama in this game over Georgia. (laughs) I. I just think Georgia's offense, I think Georgia's offense is too uh a little bit too inconsistent for me. And I I'm okay with Alabama's defense being that bad because I think their offense is that good. And I just don't <laughs> think Georgia's offense is gonna be capable and equipped to keep a, keeping up and scoring as much points as um Alabama. I just don't think they can outscored them and i just think the are uh, they're gonna have a hard time moving the ball around because the tide put away mizzou, i even though it is mizzou um at texas a&m early on and just they just cruise past by man and um all of this majority of these drives they in these games happened in the first quarter um and um Alabama leads the nation averaging uh, 51 points a game and they're third in the country in yards. And even though Georgia might have a way better defense, I just don't think they have a good enough offense to keep up with the tides offense to, to hang with them. And I, I see Matt Mac Jones continue to having a solid season Um and he's making 80% of his throws, and I think that will continue in this game. And I got Alabama uh, winning this game over Georgia. Hey, real quick,
2: my <laughs> turn to throw out some stats for you, Keo. So here we go. Yes, Alabama is number one in the nation in points per game with 51. Georgia is 22nd. I know that, that seems like a gap, but it's really not that <laughs> big. They average 36 a game. More than I thought. But the problem, like I said, that's a gap, right? It's not a big gap, but it's a gap. The defense is what worries me about Alabama. Georgia, third down conversion allowed 28.3%. That's 10th in the nation. And like I said before, Alabama allows third down conversion 54%. That is 69%. In the nation, if your defense can't get off the field and you're playing an elite team like Georgia, you're not gonna win.
0: Okay, okay, I can't be mad at it. I hope I hope you're right. I just want you to know that. <clears throat> With that being said, man, this is GBD, man, golden blue dude. Bragging rights coming soon. Tell them your YouTube channel, real
2: quick, man. Oh, yeah. My go check out my YouTube channel. It's Golden Blue Dude. That's what GBD stands for. Gold and blue dude i got the gold i got the blue and i'm the dude (laughs) definitely man welcome to the team (laughs) man
0: we appreciate you coming on man and we can't wait to see and hear from you on bragging rights man i might even have to come pay you a visit um anytime
2: (laughs) anytime (laughs) like you said before i welcome uh, people that want to try to poke holes in my stories. I love it. I love it. I got plenty of band-aids. Plenty of them.
0: <laughs> Definitely, man. Thank you
2: for your time, man. All right, I appreciate y'all letting me uh, get on here. All
0: right, man. See you later. All right, man. We'll see y'all.
1: All right. Um. All right. Let's move on to our next topic, and we're going to be talking about some NFL right now. So, NFL, man, we're going to kick things off like this. The biggest story in the NFL, it was Dak Prescott, um, um, and uh, I wanted to. I, I want to get your first reaction when you seen that happen.
0: Yeah, um, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with Dak Prescott. I know he had his surgery; It was successful. I hope that the recovery is super successful. Um, good kid. I can remember back on. Or nothing but sports show we was doing back in the day when he was at Mississippi State. And Jay Franchise was the first person that really came out here and said, look, this Mississippi State ball club and this kid named Dak Prescott are going to be trouble for people in the SEC. And that year, Dak Prescott was a Heisman candidate and he bought Mississippi State to a number one ranking. I remember that. That that's that's um fact checking for you out for at its clearest, but um just uh, it's just heartbreaking, man. The dude was supposed to sign a big mega deal, didn't get the deal done. Now he has to go through this. I just hope that he can come back better than ever. This was a gruesome injury, um, and I just really want to see him return. We saw somebody else that had a gruesome injury that played this past week in Alex Smith and definitely shout out to him, man. But, um, I just hope that I hope and pray that Dak Prescott, regardless, I'm not a Cowboys fan. I've never been a Cowboys fan, but I do think and hope and pray that that guy comes back and is better than ever, or at least to what he was so he can get his money and, um, take, you know, hopefully I don't want to the Cowboys to the Bowl. But I would definitely love to see him win a Super Bowl. Hopefully, it's not with the Cowboys, though, because I think that would be a great, great ending to what could be a, a fairy tale story. Could be. I don't know if it's going to happen because we don't know how he's going to come back. That injury may hurt the rest of his career. We may never see the same Dak Prescott. It was fun while it lasted, um, but I don't, wanna, I don't even want to speak like that. But it would be an awesome story if he came back and led a team to a Super Bowl victory. So my thoughts and prayers with you, Dak, man. Get well, get better, and prove the naysayers wrong, man. And Kyo got the perfect shirt on for you. That mama mentality. It's time for you to tap into that, man. So get well, Dak. Kyo?
1: Man, um, now, as as a Dallas Cowboys fan uh, you know, a long time Cowboys fan, this, um, this hurts, man. Um, and I, I, I nearly teared, um, shed a tear when I seen that happen and it was just, um, um, and, uh, no joking around one of, one of the most devastating things I've seen as a Dallas Cowboys. And I'm not even kidding about this. Um, you know, everybody knows, like, I'm a huge Tony Romo fan. When I found out Romo got, you know, when Romo got traded or they let him go, that was one of the, that was number three of the heartbreaking things as a Dallas Cowboys. My number two thing was when, when Michael Irvin against the, the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, I actually watched that game when he, um, with that neck injury and he had to be, uh, carded out number one it happened this past week it was Dak Prescott man and you know I wasn't the biggest Dak Prescott fan but I just I I started to grow he started to grow on me more just the type of person he is and this has nothing has nothing to do with the player Dak Prescott this has more to do with the human being Dak prescott Dak prescott he's a great person man when people speak about this guy it's great things like he's a, a stand-up guy including when it was in, in when he was in mississippi state Every, there was p- always positive vibes when it came to Bre- Dak prescott you seen how the team was breaking down you seen social media with uh All the athletes around the world, the way they, you know, the way they were talking about Dak Prescott, wishing him a speedy uh, recovery. The dude lost his mom last year. This past year, he loses um, his brother also to a tragic death. And then you got, you know, the contract situation that's going on. And then this happens. That's, 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 that hurts, man. And I just really feel bad for him. And what he has to go through, and and the surgery process, recovery, and all that, and I, I definitely do wish him the best, um, and and I hope he comes back stronger than ever and have a speedy recovery. And definitely, definitely. Gonna... Now, now. Uh, Now we're going to transition to our next topic, and we're going to stay with the Dallas Cowboys. So Andy Dalton is now the Dallas Cowboys' starting quarterback. What chances do you give Andy Dalton um, as the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and how far do you have them going? Oh, they can win the division, Clearly. With Andy Dalton in the helm, they can win a division. <clears throat>
0: that defense has to play better. We understand that. But they can definitely win a division. That division is horrible. Horrible. Um, the Giants are still winless. You look at a team like the Redskins, they did get a win the first week. We thought it was a good win versus the Eagles, and the Eagles turned out to be frauds. They played better this past week, but they also gave our MBS um, – Offensive player of the week, he gave him the, the reward because the rookie Chase Claypool went crazy on him, scoring four touchdowns. So the Eagles are not a team that, you know, we can take serious right now. So when we look at the landscape of the NFC East, I just think that the Cowboys can definitely win a division. They, um, they are currently in first place of that division. So I'm going with the Cowboys to win a division. Now how far they can go? Definitely determines on if that defense can get better, if they can get chemistry better together. But um, I don't think that they're a Super Bowl contender anymore. I don't think that uh, Andy Dalton can win them a Super Bowl, but I do think he can get them to the playoffs. And I do think that, you know, they'll possibly lose in the first round. If not the first round, they'll definitely be out by the second round. But they are a team that can win a division with Andy Dalton under the helm.
1: Yeah, man. Um when when I in the beginning of the season we were discussing this with Prescott's contract and when they signed Andy Dalton uh I um I enjoy, I I like the signing, man, because I feel like he's a viable starter. Um I I feel like he's a viable starter for um possibly any team out there that that any team that could possibly use Andy Dalton as a starting quarterback in the NFL, and um, and to be honest with you, man, um, I, I looking at this team schedule, it kind of gets a little bit easy for the Dallas Cowboys. They got some they they got some winnable games on their schedule. Um, you know, um, you know they got Arizona this Monday. They got Washington their next game. They play against the Philadelphia Eagles the following week. I think the Steelers game. They got the back-to-back Steelers versus Vikings. I think that's going to be tough. Then they play Washington again. Uh, following they have a very tough game against the Ravens, and then they play the Bengals. So these are these majority of these games are winnable games. And I think the Andy Dalton, you when when he took over the fourth quarter that very last drive, he made two impressive throws, man. Both of them, obviously, to Michael Gallup. The reason why I like Dalton's chances, because what's set up around him. Um, I think um, um, Kellen Moore, Mike McCarthy, they'll find a way to, you know, um, to to you know, play to his strengths, and the weapons around him, man. People think that they're just gonna pound the rock and give it to Zeke all day. I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna stick to what. Was successful when it came to Dak. Obviously, you know he can't extend plays like Dak. He can't. He's not as mobile as Dak and as quick as Dak. But I think he is still an accurate passer. He could lay the ball right to to these wide receivers as he did to when Michael Gallup in that game. Uh, you know, you still got CD. You got still got Dalton Schultz. You still got Amari. Um, obviously, Zeke is. Um, Value has definitely upgraded. So I like the Cowboys chances. And I think I don't think they're gonna, I don't obviously, I don't think they're gonna go to the Super Bowl. I think they could win the I know for sure they could win a division title. And I'm not even ruling a chances they could even win a divisional round, also. So <clears throat> so I like the Cowboys chances just the way the Eagles have been playing so far. Okay. Can we at that?
0: <clears throat> and he don't have this. Is I think no disrespect to Cincinnati. I think this is the most talent he's ever played with, and he's been a, to the playoffs with the Bengals. So that says a lot. This is definitely the most talent on offense he's ever played with. There's no disrespect to AJ Green and what Cincinnati had back then, but um this talent is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. All right. So let's let's move on over to our next topic. We're gonna talk about our Power Five rankings in the NFL after five weeks in the NFL. So, how do you have it this week?
0: Okay, so, Keo, get your popcorn ready because you are about to maybe get upset with my top five. Coming in at number five for me, I got the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, I know they have a loss on their record, but it was to the Kansas City Chiefs. I think that the Chiefs, you know, Despite what happened this past week, they can't win every week, right? They're gonna have they're gonna have setbacks to get up. I think that that loss is gonna, you know, motivate them moving forward. But that's the only loss from the Baltimore Ravens re- resume. And we saw how dominant they look defensively. And they can run the ball and they can, you know, control the clock basically. So I'm going with Baltimore at number five. Coming in number four, <clears throat> I just said it the Kansas City Chiefs. I got the Kansas City Chiefs and The only reason why I don't have them higher is because I'm trying to be fair to the fact that I'm going to respect the teams that I think, you know, above them, their resume up until this point. But the Chiefs, to me, are still really the cream of the crop, but I'm not going to do that because they do have a loss and they should have beat the Raiders, but they didn't. And the Raiders, kudos to them. They came to play and they didn't give up and they kept fighting and they got the dubs. So shout out to the Raiders. So the Chiefs coming at number four. Coming in at number three, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why do I not have the Pittsburgh Steelers higher? Because they almost lost to the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a close game. <clears throat> I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, they did get the win. Claypool might, you know, came out and been the guy that now that you can look at and say, Big Ben got two real receivers. You got Juju Smith, you got Chase Claypool. That could be the the, the second or number one. Chase Claypool played phenomenal, but I got to see a little bit more. They got to be better defensively, especially in the secondary. So I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers at three. At number two, I got the Seattle Seahawks at number two. I just think that, man, the Seattle Seahawks or, or a team that you got to respect because Russell Wilson, he's right now the MVP in my mind. I I, I just got to go that way with him. But coming in at number one, at number one, you ready for this, Kia? Yeah. <laughs> what? Hurry up. I got the Tennessee Titans. I do not have the Green Bay Packers in my top five. Oh, (laughs) fix your face. Fix your face. I know a lot of people might be like, "Ex, what? Are you kidding me? You don't have Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. No, I don't. No, I don't have the Green Bay Packers. Are you kidding me? I don't think that they're better than the Baltimore Ravens. If the Ravens play them, would pick the Ravens. I don't think that they're better than the Chiefs. I don't think that they're better than the Steelers. I don't think that they're better than the, the Seahawks. And I'm going with Tennessee at one because Mike Vrabel has built his team around who he is strong, physical, and at every position. If you look at him, Jonas Smith at tight end, dude is big and physical. After he got a first down yesterday, what he does, he flexes. They go in the draft, they draft A.J. Brown a physical receiver and then in that backfield they got King Henry did you see what he did to Josh Norman that is going to be the highlight of the NFL season he took him and little boy him no disrespect Josh Norman but that was just just downright a shame what happened and then to lead it off with their their leader um, Ryan Tannehill I have been the biggest hater I guess you can call it but I don't feel like I've been the hater just somebody just not a fan of Ryan Tannehill but for whatever reason Ryan Tannehill fits this mode in Tennessee this this grindy type mode and he's playing some good football and then I'm gonna leave, leave it with this the defense this defense is incredible I got the Tennessee Titans. I think the Titans, before the season, I said the Indianapolis Colts were the team that was gonna give the Chiefs the most trouble to getting back to the Super Bowl. I changed that now after week five. It is the Tennessee Titans that will give, that will give the Chiefs the most trouble of getting back to the Super Bowl. I would not be surprised if we see the Tennessee Titans in the Super Bowl this year and what a signing by Jadavia and Clowney late, right before the season started. Malcolm Butler, this these dudes ended Tom Brady's career in New England. They beat the MVP in Lamar Jackson, and they had Patrick Mahomes them on the ropes early but couldn't finish the deal. I like me some Tennessee Titans, and they are my number one team.
1: Wow, you're (laughs) completely ridiculous right now. One, Tom Brady's career is not over because he's still playing. And two, more importantly, last week or two, two, (laughs) two weeks ago, I actually had Tennessee in my Power Five rankings, and you had a problem with that. And I, I told wrong. you why. I was wrong. There you go. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right. So number five for me, I definitely have the Baltimore Ravens at number five. I think, um, you know, their defense looked like the defense that should have played against Kansas City, from what I saw. Patrick Queen was huge, man. I like what I saw from Mister Patrick Queen, Peters, that, and that secondary. Marlon Humphrey looking like they could ball out, and you know, obviously, you know they got the offense. Um, you get they got the offense with uh, with Mark with Mark Ingram. My oh, new running he back. just traded yeah. to get Mark Ingram. Yeah. Um, I I heard that I heard from multiple sources that you're also going to be trading the Ravens tight end who has been huge, also, Mar- Mr. Mark Andrews. <laughs> you know, I I think the only thing that's in question for me is their their wide receivers, the Ravens wide receivers. I think sometimes they're a little bit too inconsistent, and they expect Lamar to do everything. I got them at five. Number 4, I do have the Tennessee Titans in there. I got them at number 4. Titans been very solid defense. Um I actually picked them to win against Buffalo um at number 4. Then at number 3 I am going with I'm going with the Chiefs also at number 3. I actually had I actually I would have dropped the Chiefs down if we were if you were um Obviously, you weren't able to do the show last week. If we were able to do a power rankings, I would have had the dreams down also because I think they struggled in the previous week also. Um, And going to number two, I have the Seattle Seahawks at number two. Seattle should have lost that game. I don't know what the hell Minnesota was doing, man. Minnesota, (laughs) I thought they had that game. Then obviously, Minnesota, Mike Zimmer likes to make his dumb decisions like he normally makes and they end up losing that game And number one we are completely in disagreement with this one I got the Green Bay Packers at number one I think Green Bay um, and I and I think and I I don't think it's right you're penalizing this team one they're on the bye two they beat down your New Orleans Saints and um, and I just feel like that? this team, it has been playing the best. Fo- and I think this team, well, you, you're, you're biased when it comes to w- certain things like that. So, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> at number one, at the, cause I think green Bay has been playing the best football I've seen. They've been playing the most consistent football offensively and defensively. And I like what I see, man, from, from like, uh, like Jay Franchise mentioned uh, on last night's show, on the NBS show with uh, the Smith boys, with uh, Darius Smith and Preston Smith. And I like the sec- secondary play, even though they have the young secondary. Uh, they I think they've improved compared to last year. And they're still pounding the ball with Aaron Jones. And Aaron Rodgers, well, Aaron Rodgers is just Aaron Rodgers. He just gets... He just makes the best of it. He doesn't even care who the receiver is. He'll make you look good. That's what Aaron Rodgers does. And I got that as my power five rankings. Okay, so. All right. So 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 I know we're we're trying to.
0: Let me just say this real quick. I know everybody might be like, X, you tripping, why you don't have those fools in the top? Uh, You beat the Minnesota Vikings in a shootout. I'm not high on them. You beat the Detroit Lions, which the Lions had a big lead. Let's say that's a big lead, but a lead early on. You beat them. You beat the Saints. And, Keo, I thought the Saints wasn't going to make it to the playoffs this season. So I don't know what the hell you're talking about. And then you beat the winless Falcons. I am not. Let's see what they do this week. Let's see what they do in the coming weeks. I'm just not sold on Green Bay yet. Tennessee beat the Buffalo Bills. And you know how I feel about me some buffalo bills
1: <laughs> yeah the bills the, the same bills team who got annihilated by the titans oh yeah i forgot one? the bills the bills also beat the the dolphins the bills also beat the dolphins and jets also like i've been saying last week
0: yeah they beat the the dolphins just annihilated the 49ers in the bay area so shout out to you and that
1: <laughs> I I I don't I, but the niners, <clears throat> but the niners aren't my team though. So, well, I'm
2: nice just saying the Bay Area,
0: You live in the Bay. I'm just saying like we know what the Bay Area, you know, everybody loves the Niners. Out there.
1: I don't. <laughs> Who said I love the Niners? You're, you're speaking you're for kinda, people in the Bay Area. You don't speak for me.
0: You got you kind of like you're
1: a cop. We know you're a exactly. That's what I thought.
0: You are a Cowboy fan, and I'll give you your credit. But low-key, you root for the Niners when there's not the Cowboys involved. I know you.
1: Actually, no, 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 I root for the Raiders because their heart is still in Oakland. So that's the only team I root for. (laughs) Okay, okay, uh, let's go. All right, so let's move on over. I know we're behind on time right now, so uh, let's go to our – I guess our very last topic before we go to our NFL picks, and we're going to be talking about um, the undefeated teams that's left. So, as a matter of fact, let's start with the winless teams that's left. So,
0: the Jets—they'll not—they will not win a game this season. (laughs) The Jets are horrible, horrible. The Jets, oh my god! And then they released Le'Veon Bell. Let me just pull this up real quick. I want to make sure I get this right. The Jets, man. The Jets, they have to play against. I hope I got this right. Yeah, so the Jets play the Rams next. No, the the, the Dolphins next. We just saw what the Dolphins did to the the, the 49ers. Then they get Buffalo, Kansas City, New England, the Chargers, the Dolphins, the Raiders, the Seahawks, the Rams, the Browns, and the Patriots. They're going 0-16. Y'all heard it here first. The Jets will not win a game. If they squeeze out a game, I can only see two weeks where it happens, and that will be against one of the Dolphin games because the Dolphins are Jekyll and Hyde. They can go. They can be really good. They can be really bad sometimes. Or it may be against the Chargers because they have a rookie quarterback. Every other game, not going to happen. They're going to lose the remainder of their schedule. I think this is going to be the second 0-16 team. I got the Jets being the team that will not win a game this season.
1: Speaking of coaches getting fired, that's another coach that deserves to get fired. Adam Gase. Uh now that guy oh, were He should been the first one fired out of any coach.
0: They were at the, end um, of the year. They're going to have they're
1: going to bring in Trevor Lawrence with a new have, coaching staff. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, stay the hell away from the New York Jets. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, as far as this team goes, I, I definitely agree with you. The Jets, I can't say nothing good about this team. This team is hideous. I'm embarrassed for this team. I don't know what's what's a more embarrassing franchise, man? The New York Giants or the the New York Jets? Oh my God. Both of these teams are the laughing stock of their city. Um, everybody wants out. First, Jamal Adams out. Robbie Anderson asking out. Now, Le'Veon Bell is out. It's like, damn, nobody wants to play for them anymore. So, yeah, I, I have this team not winning a game at all. I think they'll be the last team to, to the, the longest team to stay winless. All right. Now, let's go to the undefeated teams. Which team, which will be the last team standing, staying undefeated?
0: Okay, so this is
1: a lot harder. I
0: will say it's a lot harder. I think all teams can lose this weekend coming. I think all the teams that have not lost can lose this week coming. Um, But if you push me against the wall and say, hey, she got to pick one, I'm going with the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they get Arizona this weekend. Uh, I just think that, so you got Seattle, you got Arizona this weekend, San Francisco next weekend. So those two games, I think, are both winnable, even though they're in the division. And we know that the Cardinals and the 49 know a lot about Russell Wilson and, and you know, the schemes that the Seahawks run. But I think that they'll, they'll win both of those games because I'm not impressed with Seattle, um, San Francisco and Arizona until they get that running game going with Kenyon Drake and company, I'm not going to be sold on Arizona yet. So I'm going to go with Seattle. I think Seattle can go at least to week nine when they meet the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. That's going to be a close game. So I'm going to go with the, the Seattle Seahawks as far as the last team to stay unbeaten.
1: Okay, Who you got? Um the last team will the last team that stays unbeaten. I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go. I I I actually agree with you also, man. I'm going with the Seahawks also, cause I honestly think that um I honestly think that Green Bay will lose to Tampa Bay. I think, um, I think Tennessee – I think the Tennessee and Texans game is a wild card. I think they could uh, slip up in that game also. And um, the next – and who – what team is left? Oh, Pittsburgh. And I think – I honestly think uh, Pittsburgh could lose to Cleveland also because Cleveland's been playing some great football. So I, I could see Seattle being the very last team to stay undefeated. Yes, sir. Let's get to All these right. predictions. Let's get to <laughs> these predictions. Yeah, let's let's go to our picks for this week. Last week, uh, that this past week in the um, in week five, um, true with three and four in his picks, and I was able to go four and three. And I think I think majority of the MBS crew who did the picks did go either three and four or four and three. All right, let's start off with um, our first matchup. As I know that to every MBS member that does the picks with us, there will be no Thursday night game through due to COVID-19 schedule changes. So no the Thursday night games, but you do get a double dose of two Monday night games. So start off with Sunday's game. We got the Bears. We got the Panthers.
0: Man, I like me some Panthers, man. I'm going with the Panthers. I like Mike Davis, even though I didn't like him this past week what he did to me in fantasy. But I do like Mike Davis. (laughs) I like Teddy Bridgewater. I like Robbie Anderson, um, DJ Moore, and company. So I'm going to go with the Panthers to pull the mile upset. I know a lot of people are, you know, excited about the Bears. The Bears, Nick Foles, you know, he got the dub this past week. But I just don't think They can do it again versus the Panthers, so I'm going with the Panthers in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going with the Panthers also, man. I'm not confident with um, the Bears' offense. I think they played their best game against Tampa Bay, and they were able to win. I just don't – I just – I'm not sold on the Bears, man. By the teams that they beat outside of Tampa Bay, I am not sold on them at all and I expect them to lose this game. All right, next matchup. We got the Cleveland Browns versus the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Okay, so this, even though I got the Seahawks being the last undefeated team, it's because of games like this. This is a 50-50 game for me. I'm going with the Steelers, but would it surprise me if the Browns won this game? No. I just trust Big Ben a little bit more. I think the emergence of Chase Claypool, We'll open up things for Juju Smith, um, James Conner and company. I'm going with the Steelers, but I do think it's gonna be a close game. I think the Steelers click a kick a late field goal to win the game, or the Browns miss a late field goal to lose the game. So I'm going with the Steelers.
1: All right. Um, I got the Browns in this game, man. We know. Yeah, we know why you're picking the Steelers. Cause I think after we, after one week, you were so disappointed with the Browns, and then you decide to say, "I'm every if we pick a Browns <laughs> game, I'm picking the complete opposite." <laughs> and so far, and so far, the Browns have proved you wrong.
0: Yeah, they have.
1: All right. Yeah, all right. I like I like the Browns in this game, man. I like I uh I, I like the way they've been involving Odell in this game, um the past couple games. Um and um the running game has been huge. And um this is gonna be interesting. Miles Garrett goes back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh and obviously Mason Rudolph ain't gonna be playing, so I don't That's know. That's right. <laughs> I don't think it's, it's going to be much of a factor, but I like the way Cleveland's defense been playing, man. They they held that Colts defense in check, um, um, last week, and um, I got the Browns winning this game, man. I feel like the these playmakers that they have, it's going to be really helpful to Baker Mayfield. Kareem Hunt gets another opportunity to have a huge game once again, so um, I got. I got the steel, I mean I got the Browns winning this game. Our next matchup. Um, we got the Falcons versus the Vikings.
0: Yeah, the Vikings. The Falcons are another <laughs> team. Shoot, the Vi- the Falcons are bad. They're bad. Um I-, I don't know what to think about the Falcons. The Falcons, the only thing, the only reason why I said they have a shot in this game. It's because they got rid of their coach. I do think that that could play a factor, but I'm going with the Vikings, even if Dalvin Cook doesn't play.
1: These are two of the most disappointing teams so far in the NFL right now. I don't. I who would have thought their records would be one and four, oh and five? Are you kidding me? The Vikings and the Falcons. Nobody expected this, but. With that being said, I got the Vikings also, man. I just think that a lot of things got to be resolved. GM needs to be resolved. Coaching needs to be resolved. We don't know what the hell's going on with Julio Jones. Um, they don't know what, what they want to do with the offense. Even one day they want to throw the ball on a high rate. The next day they want to run the ball on a high rate. I, I do hope they throw run the ball on a high rate this week. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, with that being said, I could definitely got the Vikings. Um I, I, I like the rookie Justin Jefferson with Thielen, Kirk Cousins, as long as he continues to throw the ball to those guys. Dalvin Cook, you know he's gonna get his. So I definitely got the Vikings in this game. Okay, all right, let's go to our very next matchup. Um, one of uh one of my favorite games on Sundays. Um, before we go to the Sunday night game, we got the Green Bay Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers.
0: Man, let me tell you,
1: oh,
2: every
0: everything in me wants to pick Tampa Bay. The only reason why I'm picking the Packers is because they're coming off a of bye week, and I think that helps them. Um, So I'm going with the Packers, but would I be surprised the Bucs win this game? Absolutely not. They're probably upset that they lost to the Bears this past week. Um, They should be in Chris Godwin back this upcoming week, which is going to be big for them. Uh, But and and Gronk has played better. He's played better. So their weapons are starting to get um, healthy. And Ronald Jones surprisingly looked really good these last couple of weeks. So I'm going with the Packers. Only because of the off week, but, you know, I think the, the Bucks are going to give them everything they can handle in this game. I got
1: the, I got Tampa Bay winning this game, man. I feel like that's another undefeated team that's going to get knocked out. I think it's it probably too much rest time. And, and, man, I finally get to see it, man. Brady versus Rogers. As a football fan, you know, I've loved to see this matchup. You know, I had the privilege watching uh, Rogers versus Breeze a couple weeks ago. Now I get Bree—I mean Rogers versus Brady. You know, we'll know when we're gonna get this again, man. So I definitely like this matchup. I like Tampa Bay. You get Godwin and you get Evans back. You know, Brady gets—you know—he's starting to build the chemistry more with with the, the weapons around him. As even including with Gronkowski, you got Ronald Jones running the ball well. I think protection is the huge key, man. As long as they could protect and give Brady some time, I think they could win this game. And I know that they're definitely mad and upset that they should have won this game against the Bears. They, I don't know what happened in that game. Uh, I guess Tom Brady thought it was third down. Maybe that's why. But um, I got him. Like I said, I got, I got, I got Tampa Bay winning this game. I'm gonna say a 27 to 24 game, uh, Bucks win. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the Sunday night's game. Go Rams versus the Niners. I'm gonna go with,
0: man. Oh man, that's this one. I'm gonna go with the Niners, only because if the Niners lose this game, I'm going to do just like I did to the Browns. I am done with them. (laughs) So if they lose this game, I'm out on the 49ers. Um, But I'm going to pick them this week. The Rams, they're so iffy to me. You don't know what you're going to get. One week they're explosive, one week they're not. So I'm going with the Niners. I think the Niners had a, a eye opening experience this past week taking for granted who they were playing they probably thought oh easy dub let's get ready for the Rams and they got embarrassed so I'm going with the Niners in this one.
1: Okay um uh, I got the Niners also man.
0: Ah wow. uh, I thought for sure you had the Rams
1: no nah, man I I am more I am more confident with um with the Niners than I am with the Rams. Uh, that's another team that's inconsistent, but they, they, they've been able to find a way to win games, obviously. So um, the Niners, I don't know what the hell happened in against Miami, but they got blown out. They got embarrassed, man. I don't know what the hell was going on in that game. I'm like... If I had a confident pick last week in the game, yep. it would have been the Niners over the Dolphins. And I would have taken that spread. And obviously, the spread proved me wrong. But this time, I'm ro- I'm still gonna roll with the Niners in this game. So I got I got Niners over Rams. Okay. All right. That leads us to two Monday night matchups, and we are talking about. The Chiefs. We're gonna start up with the Chiefs. I got versus the Chiefs. The Bills. I got the Chiefs. Wow, <laughs> the Bills, okay. y'all
0: let me down versus Tennessee. I think that um they're gonna to come to fight. It's gonna be a good game. But I am going with the Chiefs, man. I just think the Chiefs, them coming off of a loss. if had they won the game against the Raiders, I possibly would have picked the Buffalo in this game, but I'm going with the Chiefs because they're coming off a loss. They're not gonna take this game for granted. They're gonna look at a lot of film from the Tennessee game, and I think that they'll You know, execute a little bit better than Buffalo will. And I also trust Patrick Mahomes more than I trust Josh Allen. So I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs.
1: All right. I got the Chiefs also. I don't see the Chiefs losing back to back games as much as I would love to see that. I um another thing that I would that I do love seeing is the Bills losing back to back games. And obviously that will happen. Josh Allen doesn't look like a so MVP candidate from what I was able to see. Watch your mouth. And um, and if he wants wants to show me he's the MVP candidate, do something against Patrick Mahomes and we'll see if you're an MVP candidate. (laughs) Josh Allen. With that being (laughs) said, I got the Chiefs and we go to our final matchup and that will be the Arizona Cardinals versus the Dallas Cowboys.
0: I got the Cowboys. I think that Andy Dalton would do enough. I thought – I, 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 I don't Let to make sure because I don't want you to um say X. Let me penalize you because you said something on the show and I text you. Those are my picks. I couldn't know so, when you
1: said Arizona. So,
0: yeah, I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I was going to go to Cowboys, but I I I – Man, that's a that's a flip, that's a flip of a coin type game again. I'm gonna go to Cardinals because I want to see how they're gonna rally around that prescott or are they gonna rally I mean I say rally around that prescott, rally around um Andy Dalton this upcoming week. Let's see if they can get it done. I'm gonna go with the Cardinals in this one. I like their offense. I think they need to start running the football more with Kenyon Drake, but that's neither here nor there. I got the Cardinals.
1: Wow. Wow, that's that's crazy, man. So you, so you traded Miles Sanders before you want to trade Kenyon Drake. What's your mouth? wrong with you.
0: Watch your mouth.
1: Wow. Okay. <laughs> All hey, right. Hey,
0: hey, 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 don't worry about my team, buddy.
1: <laughs> yeah, the team that would be in the playoffs today. Woo. Oh
0: my god!
1: <laughs> I'm not
0: finished making deals. A matter of fact, I need to come talk to you.
1: <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! All right. Um, all right. I like you some I, Mike Davis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, man. Let me let me get this pick in. So as far as this game goes, um, I I Arizona is the team that I thought they would be. Um, they look really good in their first couple games that they just started looking like the typical Arizona team. I think Arizona just too inconsistent. You, you don't know what you're going to get from them. Obviously, you know what you're going to get from DeAndre Hopkins. I just think that the somebody else in this receiving core needs to step up. If it has to be Christian Kirk, if it has to be Fitzgerald, somebody needs to step up and give Kyler Murray some help um and they got to get the running game going also if it's even the edmonds if it's if it's uh, Kenyon Drake they got to they got to find something to happen to uh to uh, make this offense look the offense that uh Kingsbury envisioned it but i got the cowboys though man i like andy dalton i think he's going to make enough plays to have his team to propel the win and they're going to rally this game and do it for Dak. So I got I got Cowboys. Okay. All right. Let's go to our very last topic, and we are gonna be talking about this week and Battle Rap. We got URLs Kings versus Queens. Let's go. As a matter of fact, this is actually the this this segment. For those of you guys who missed it, this segment is going to be the first segment uploaded on the YouTube and Instagram TV, so make sure you go check that out because if everybody's want to make their predictions, the MBS crew and let's talk about it. We're going to release our predictions also.
0: Let's get it then.
1: So with that being said, let's go to our first matchup, Kings versus Queens. We start from the bottom of the card. We got DNA versus Vixen the Assassin. Oh,
0: uh, I'm going man, <laughs> man. I'm going DNA because he's so seasoned. DNA won't take the, he don't he don't play around. Like he takes every battle serious. What I like about DNA, I want to put this out there cuz I think a lot of battle rappers don't under, a lot of people don't understand the I should say, not battle rappers. DNA, you can tell he has a passion for this. Has he ever lost? Of course he's lost. But DNA wants to be known as the greatest. DNA puts in the work. DNA gets better in all aspects. I just think that he's too much. He's too much for this battle, so I'm going DNA in this one. I actually think he's going to catch a body, 30.
1: Man, I do want a female battle rapper on this show. <laughs> and if Vixen Assassin is tuning in, I'm sorry, but DNA is gonna destroy you. You got no chance. You better, you better throw in the towel as, as while you can, because it is done for you. DNA three zero. Nobody, but it's going to be a 3 0. This is a horrible matchup. I don't know why they booked Vixen the Assassin. Don't, don't be di-
0: disrespectful.
1: Watch your mouth. You don't disrespect the lady. Come on, man. You couldn't <laughs> put Tory Doe, no Coffee Brown. Really? But you want to put Vixen the Assassin? I actually thought they were going to put Jazz, and I was kind of
0: surprised by that.
1: But I got but I definitely got DNA in this matchup. I think I think the reason why they picked her was she, you know, it was um you know, I think she had a good showing in the two on two matchup, and obviously DNA is known as a two on two guy. So I think that kind of makes it. But I think the reason why another reason why I have DNA because not only because I feel like he's gonna he's gonna rebut she's he's gonna rebuttal whatever she mm-hmm. says. This is his first battle on caffeine, and he said that in multiple interviews. So, DNA is looking forward to this. So, I got DNA 3-0. All right, let's go to our next matchup. Um, A guy that's fresh off of a body in his last URL event, K Shine takes on the veteran of the Queen of the Ring, E. Hart. Who you got?
0: K-Shine, man, too much.
1: Oh. K-Shine, too much. There's
0: no Dude. disrespect to E-Heart. I like me some E-Heart, wow. but I just think that K-Shine is way too, too much. And look, Loki, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm rooting for the ladies. But I got to throw up the X right now. I got both X members right now. The um, NWX, I think they both get it done. I'll give E-Heart one round, so I'll go 2-1. Because I think Sean will give her a round. But I definitely got K-Shine 2-1 in this battle.
1: Yep, I got K-Shine also 2-1. I think he will continue this. This is a really great matchup. A lot of people have been wanting to see this. So K-Shine, he's ready. He's locked and loaded. I got K-Shine 2-1 winning this battle. All right, let's go to our very next matchup. We got Rum Nitty versus C three. <laughs>
0: hey, 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 C three. Hey, look, you dope. I got rum in this one, though. Hey, like, I, I feel bad because I want to pick the ladies, but I just don't. I, I, I don't see how C three is gonna beat Rum Nitty, especially with Rum Nitty coming off of a loss versus Reed Dollars. So I just, I think that. He can't lose to Reed and then turn, turn around and lose to C3. So I'm going with Rum. And I think it could be a 3-0, but I'm going to be nice and say 2-1. But I I, I got Rum for sure. Clear. Clear win.
1: Um, Man, uh, we could possibly be going a, a sweep for all the fellas. <laughs> but, uh... no, no, we won't.
0: No, we won't.
1: Oh okay. All right. So in this one, I definitely got rubbed, Diddy. And this will be a body. Wow. Man, after I seen the performance, C3 gay she uh she battled Tay Rock, I think last year or the year before that. It was a Queen of the Ring main event. Tay Rock annihilated her three rounds to zero. Uh, At Tay Rock, when they co- talk about the Gun Bar King, um, is either Tay Rock or Rum Nitty? Obviously, you like conceded also, but w- Rum Nitty, really? That you you set this matchup with her? Uh, Rum Nitty is gonna bar her to death. Um, every fucking bar, I got Rum Nitty, man, three zero, no chance. All right, let's go to our very next matchup. Our very next matchup, we got Swamp versus KCJ.
0: Ooh. I think this is going to be debatable. I know y'all might think I'm tripping. I think this is going to be debatable. I don't think this is going to be a walk in the park for Swamp. Uh, It's sad because people hate on Swamp a lot. Um, a lot of people don't like Swamp. I actually am a fan of Swamp, but I do think KCJ is going to be prepared for this. Um, I think people are going to say KCJ won this as far as the overall fan, the average fan, I should say. So, I think it's going to be debatable. I think that I may lean towards Swamp, but it's gonna be two one either way. I'll take Swamp, but I think that I'll be a part of the minority. They're actually the in crowd. I think the in crowd's gonna probably say KCJ. It won this battle. No, you know what? I'm gonna take KCJ two one.
1: Wow. But it'll be debatable. Wow. You end the sweep. <laughs> um. Well, I was gonna end the sweep because I got KCJ winning oh, this wow. battle. <laughs> I got KCJ winning this battle Two to the one. Um when you talk about KCJ, if you if you had to if you if if you wanted me to name a female that could go toe to toe with with the fellas and if you asked me to put my money on it and so, somebody that's not like a top tier because um and that's and that would be KCJ, man. KCJ, you know, she had a impressive showing against um what was that against coffee brown um kcj's uh she uh, destroyed uh i think miss murk in the battle um i like kcj man i think kcj's gonna beat swamp i think kcj she could hit you with punches she could hit you with haymakers in bunches in the rounds and um I like KCJ over Swamp, man. I think sometimes Swamp takes a lot uh, a long time to, to – he, when he sets his, his bars up, he takes a long time to get straight to the point, and I think KCJ will have a huge advantage on that. So I definitely have KCJ winning this battle two to one. Okay. All right, let's go to the next matchup. We got Couture – versus Charlie Clips Oh they used to date they used to date.
0: Oh man. oh look I'm knocking out my wife, my mic. I'm so excited about this. Man, let me tell you, bruh, this is hard because my wife knows things about me that nobody knows. And then I know things about her that nobody knows. And it's gonna seem believable even if it's not true. I'm going couture in this one to one debatable because she gonna go in. She's a woman, man. And women, they know how to hit you, especially like the ones that you love more than anybody else. Hit you where it hurts more than anybody else. So I'm going Couture 2-1. If Clips was going against any other woman, I would pick him to win. But I think this being so personal, he in trouble with this one. So I'm going 2-1 Couture.
1: Man, you know what? I'm I, I also got Couture winning this battle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I think Couture is probably one of the best female rappers out there right now. People talk about Miss Hustle. People talk about Jazz, Official. I think Couture, because we haven't seen her for a long time as far as battling wise. That's the reason why And Couture she went toe-to-toe with Official uh, the last time in a big battle. And I think this one is personal for her with her and Clips. And it's just surprisingly her return after like four or five years from battle rapping, Oh, no, three years. Sorry about that. Three years from battle rapping, she decided to ba- return and battle the guy that she used to date, which is a high-profile name, Charlie Clips. I don't think Charlie Clips is going to bring his A-game. I don't think he's going to bring three fire rounds. Couture will, and I think she'll put a well-thought-out, presented, Battle for for the battle rap community. So I got Couture winning 2 1. Wow, I can't believe we agree on everything. That is crazy right now. All right, let's go to the co main event, man. We got Arsenal the Rebel, good friend of the artist, versus Louisiana's own official. Hey, look, this this
0: is another club. this is another close one. This is another close one because we know Arsenal gonna get real disrespectful in this battle. But you know where I'm from. We're gonna hold them L's up, baby. You know what it is. You know what the vibes are like. I got official, man. We rapping for Louisiana, not just the Louisiana as far as for the L. We rapping for the ladies. Let's go. I got official in this battle. I think official takes this one, 2-1, possibly 3-0. It will be clear that official wins this battle. I got official. Oh, and it's a 3-3 tie going into the main event, baby. Let's go.
1: <laughs> um, so, for those of you who don't know, when it comes to official battling against the fellas, officials 0-3, man. Um no.
0: Don't do that! Don't, got, do that. Uh, don't do
1: that! Don't do that! first of all, she lost the daylight. Don't do that. She got she got her ass whipped by Rub Nitty, and she lost. <laughs> Watch and she and she got she got drugged by my boy Disaster. So, okay, so
0: what? Okay, so Arsenal don't do nothing. What they do? They actually no disrespect to Arsenal. Arsenal is disrespectful. He don't rap like them three.
1: No, disaster's disrespectful too.
0: Yeah, but he can rap though. <laughs> and uh, and no, can rap it, too. Right? I don't want to, I knew you was gonna do that, but <laughs> I'm just saying that that's different. It's different. It's different. Go ahead.
1: Uh okay, so I just don't like her luck when it when it comes to battle rapping guys, and uh I I just don't think she does well when it comes to this. Um, Arsenal Is gonna get in her face He's gonna disrespect her <laughs> Violate her In ways that you can't even Imagine And I just don't think it's a good Matchup for her If it was against Tay Rock, If it was against Tay Rock, Okay then I understand I, I, I probably would take official in this battle But with, with, when it comes to Arsenal it's completely different Man she even admitted herself. She looked up to Arsenal, man. It's like, uh, it's like when your idols become rivals, man. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, and 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 she's still gonna be feeling that way. And I just don't. I just think it's a bad matchup for her. Like if it was anybody else, I think Official would have had a great chance and probably would have won the would have won the battle. But oh, she's Arsenal. But it's against Arsenal. It's completely different, though. You like, uh, cause Arsenal, Arsenal. Even though he's disrespectful, I, I like. I I do think he has bars. And he does. When it, and when it comes, I think he has bars. And when it comes to Arsenal, I think certain matchups he does well in, like against Hollow. Okay, he 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 did really bad in against Bridge. He didn't do good in, um, like a matchup against t- New Jersey twerk, beat them down, did well in like in a matchup against um, he in a matchup. I think he uh, battled the, uh, who was it? I think, was it K shine? He did really well in um, this matchup. He's going against official. I feel like this is a really favorable matchup for him. And I think he's going to win this battle. I'm going to say two one arsenal. Okay. All right. Now, to the main event. We got Sue Surf. We got 40 bars. The grudge match. Who do you got?
0: All right. So, last time we saw Surf, the wave, it wasn't in the best light, let's just say. Uh, And last time I saw 40 bars on the URL stage... Obviously, the mobile stage will be more, you know, of an intimate setting. We didn't we didn't see Farty do so well. I'm going with Farty bars, baby. I'm repping for the ladies on this show.
2: Four-three.
0: Wow. I got the ladies. Yeah, she's gonna whip surf. She is going to talk to Surf. I got Farty bars, 2-1 clear. She's going to win the first round. She's going to win the second. And then Surf will probably get the third. But I'm going with Fardy. I think Fardy wants this battle more than Surf wants this battle. Surf to me is going to try to, you know, he's, he's laughing, he's clowning. It's like, he, like it's a joke to him. But Fardy's not coming to play. She felt disrespected by Surf. And Fardy can rap. I got Fardy in this one.
1: Man, you act like you you act like I, I can't believe I've never seen you so excited about a battle so far. Look at you throwing hand gestures <laughs> Man, you barely you dude you, you nearly fell off your seat right now. <laughs> Man, I got Sue so Surf winning this oh, battle my. after an embarrassing Humiliating performance, which I was so disappointed in against against loaded sucks. I mean loaded lux. Sorry about that. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, I'm loaded lux.
0: <laughs> Don't disrespect. How do you disrespect God? How do you disrespect? Ain't it evil to live backwards? Oh my god! All
2: Watch
1: right. your mouth. Well, after a disappointed battle from the ba- the battle rap community was on surf, they were ripping him one. And surf, when when it comes to this battle, he cannot let forty bars beat him. A lot of people, a lot there's a good a portion of people that think forty will win this battle. I think surf's gonna come and play, man, and I think surf is gonna give a, one of his best performances, man. And um, I think these two, they've been going back and forth. It's it's starting to get personal between them two. And um, I honestly think Surf is going to win this battle. I think it's going to be a closer battle than people think. 2-1. If 40 Bars comes to the battle the way she battled Daylight, I think 40 Bars has a great chance. If she comes to the battle like she was battling Jazz. She's gonna get her ass tanned (laughs) to her. Um, so, uh, and and when it comes to these intergender battles, I try to look at it at uh, their history off of, um, off of who they battle on uh, with their opposite sex. So that's how I try to compare it, and I, I try to look at the history behind it of who they battle and how they prep for it and how what performances that they did. And obviously, forty, she did really well against daylight, which obviously is tough to beat daylight because it's daylight. <laughs> so, um, so um, I think this battle will be interesting. But I do have Surf winning this battle two one. I wouldn't be surprised if Forty does win this battle though, because I I think she will be prepared in this battle. But I got um, I got I got Surf winning this battle two one.
0: Okay, well, we we so you got the the URL taking the dub overall, and I got Queen of the Ring taking the dub overall.
1: Let's go. Okay, let's go. One, one last one. One last question. What battle are you looking forward to the most outside of the main event?
0: Oh, Clips versus um, Couture, easily, easily. I think that that that. Is so personal, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be one for the ages. I think that's gonna be battle of the night, to be honest with you. I think that will be the battle of the night. Wow, and I think couture will have performance of the
1: night. Wow, that's crazy! So I'm different. So the battle I'm looking forward to most is Swamp and KCJ, and I think that's gonna be the battle of the night. I think these are two young, promising battle rappers from the opposite sex. And I just think these two are hungry. They're they're looking to make a name for themselves, and um, I think it's a perfect setting to have battle of the night when it comes to K C J and Swamp. And they got and they got the bars and they got the material to deliver it. So I honestly I
0: think we might have lost kill for a second, John. Are you there? Okay, okay. I thought you got frozen. All right, well, hey, that's what it is. Hey, we're no, about to I, r- wrap up the show. But for everybody out there, this is going to be like a last little two-minute segment real quick. Keo, this weekend, we got a big one. We got a big one on Saturday night, baby. Lopez versus Lama Chico. Who you got? I, we don't have to go through that little big old segment. Who do you have?
1: I got Lomachenko, man. Lomachenko oh! wins in a unanimous decision. I think Lopez is not ready for him. I don't think he's has face, you know, a uh, 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 competitor, a uh, 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 pure boxer like Lomachenko. And I think um, I'm looking forward to seeing this, man, because I haven't seen a boxing match uh, in quite some time. As a matter of fact, I want to know who Jay Streets got. Let, let's, oh! let's go, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm calling you out now. <laughs> what up, Streets? Okay, okay. <laughs> so
0: first let me say this. I, I, I appreciate Lama Chico for even taking this fight. Um, Lopez is a, a promising, had a promising future. And this fight could have waited some years before it actually happened. Lopez only has 15 fights under his belt. He did beat Richard Comey. 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 I don't know why I kept saying it wrong. Richard Comey in his last fight, dominating. He actually beat Mason Menard, Shout out to Louisiana's very own. And he dominated that fight. Um, I just think there's levels to this. I'm going Lamachenko in a unanimous decision. Nobody's getting knocked out. So don't think that, well, I'm not saying nobody, Lopez won't get knocked out. If Lopez was to win this fight, I think it's going to be him knocking Lamachenko out in a surprising manner. But I am going to go with Lamachenko in a unanimous decision. But don't sleep on Lopez, y'all. I look at this fight kind of like Mayweather versus Canelo. Don't sleep on Lopez moving forward. This kid is special. I like this kid a lot. And I do think it's going to be a great fight. So I got a lot of Machenko in a unanimous decision though. With that being said, let's get to our shout outs and let's wrap up this super long show. We apologize to y'all. I know this was a lot longer than expected. We had our special guest we wanted to introduce, you know, um, my man GBD and bragging rights is coming soon. So Keo, let's get to these shoutouts.
1: Yeah, man, it's a long show than I expected, but, uh, Uh thanks for everybody that's been that's still tuning in and that's been hanging in there. And uh, you know, good to see uh true back on uh tonight's show. Shout out to Ray for last week for coming on. Um, but uh yeah, man, shout out to everybody that tunes and supports the show. We got a lot of big things coming up for you guys. Uh more shows, more new faces coming on, more new product. And make sure you go check us out on um on, on social media on instagram on uh, on youtube on on facebook on watch so uh but besides that man thanks for everybody that continue to support the show and uh we'll see you guys next week
0: definitely shout out to keo man keo and ray for holding down last week shout out to everybody in louisiana that went through hurricane delta man um, my thoughts and prayers are with you guys a lot of people still don't have power A lot of people don't have power in our area. So please keep them in your thoughts and prayers. Um, It was rougher than I even expected going into it. Um, It it was something else. We saw trees everywhere, debris everywhere. Lights was out for numerous days. So definitely thoughts and prayers with everybody out there. And um, like I said, shout out to Keo, man. But y'all make sure, please make sure y'all get ready, man. My main man, bruh. My main man, golden blue dude, bragging rights. If you're a college football lover, make sure you check out that show. Dude's going to hit you with a lot, a lot of great, great, great um, knowledge of the sport of college football. He's going to give you a lot of great insights, so make sure y'all tune into that. But with that being said, y'all go subscribe to the NBA Central page on YouTube and We'll be back next week. It's your boy Trace, the Sports Junkie. That's my main man Keel. This has been MBS. Let's talk about it. We out. Peace.